0: Hey there, I'm Tatsu and I'm Jeff and this is Button Downs and Basketball
1: Shorts, where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way, all in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I'm your co-host Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And today's topic, we're going to the body, man. Our relationship to the body. Oh yeah. Now we don't have to get too personal here. Well, let's see where this
0: conversation goes, man. Let's try it. This is a non-explicit podcast. <laughs> keep it clean, but we keep it me.
1: <laughs> so, when you when you hear your relationship to your body,
0: what comes to mind? Oh. I feel like bad, guilty. Mm. There's there's some shame, but it's more guilt. There more. <laughs> it's like my body's like on the assembly line, and I'm in like that big office overseeing, eating my like M and M's and like telling them to work faster and better. That's essentially what's happening here. Yeah
1: so disconnected from?
0: Yeah, like, uh, I guess more, more like expectations and reality are not aligned. Ah. Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, and, and I always feel like there's definitely a not good enough in the space no matter what. Um, yeah, and that's probably the drill down from like athletic, but yeah, it's definitely like a not good enough. There's not a lot of acceptance going on. Uh, that's like the initial things, right? That's like the automatic things. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably like it gets back to like average relationship. It's never good though. Like I'm never like, oh, my relationship with my body was awesome. It's more like utilitarian. Like I don't even acknowledge there needs to be a relationship. I'm like, at best, we're cordial as we like walk to the bathroom. That's about it, you know. And it's like, all right, it's you again, Got it.
1: Like your car. Need to go get some groceries. Let's go.
0: Yeah, my my body is like an '88 Corolla. <laughs> it's pretty much like if that would be my body's spirit animal at this point. <laughs> hey they go they go pretty well those, those <laughs> cars go
1: they run pretty well man they do they do survive yeah, yeah. H- how about you um i think there's a little more coherence with me and my body than maybe you not that comparison really matters but bars a little higher than that you say huh? <laughs> a little higher than an 88 corolla i'd say yeah <laughs> Um, but I, I do remember growing up, I was a pretty skinny kid coming out of high school. I was about 140 pounds, about five, nine, uh, pretty skinny. And I, I did hear, I do remember parents saying, Oh, you're, you're gaining some weight or, uh, you're, you're, you're too skinny. Like just little remarks here and there. I think maybe the to uh, either encourage me to eat more of whatever or to eat less of whatever mm. over time. Um, I just do, I do remember that. And even until this day, whenever, not all the time, but once in a while when I see them, they'll be like, eh, my dad, especially my dad, he's just like, there's no filter. Ah, you're fat again. <laughs> Thanks dad. Appreciate you seeing me, you know? Um, or little things like that. They don't affect me like they did before, but uh it's still there. You know, so definitely judgment. Uh definitely ongoing judgment. Uh very present. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it didn't yeah. where where the things come from and then because it works, right? Like the short term fuel to get to the gym is not being satisfied with um, how you look, right, from a vanity standpoint. I have been a lot more in tune with how I feel, though. So as I joke and, like, treat my car like... or treat my body like an old car, there is a lot more well-being aspects to that, right? So things that come along with that, stretching, chiropractor, massage... Um, they're there, but I think they're there just to just kind of like keep the Corolla moving as opposed to rest and recovery. I mean, you know, spend months in my home. I don't know if I'd be a spokesperson for restandrecovery.com. Um, that would probably not be an ideal fit for my action. <laughs>
1: You'll run on films without second-guessing
0: it. Right. Uh, (laughs) so again, like, I think it's, it's better than it's been, but there's definitely a, you know, expectation versus reality or expectation versus intention that there's still something missing there. Mm. Right. Um, and it's interesting because the, the body would bite back like it you know north of 35 years old usually the body bites back um or so than in our 20s right when we could just kind of go through it and it out and be all right so there's a i think there's a listening aspect which i'm more in tune with well there's a proactive aspect and intentional aspect that i like to ignore
1: Yeah, when I'm thinking about this more, the way I've related to my own body was more of like, it was this, like a slave just to do, be a physical transport, so to speak, and when it didn't perform the way I wanted it to perform, then... I just like crack the whip or like speak harshly towards it. Mm-hmm. Whenever whenever I got injured or something, I'd be all all mad at myself. Like, you know, like, what are you weak? You know, why aren't your bones stronger? Or like, why don't you heal faster? You know, like it was very harsh, you know. Just treating it as something that's just there just to to serve my mind, so to speak.
0: Oh,
1: you know. And I think because of that, my relation to it was very disempowering. And therefore I wasn't really listening to what it was actually saying to me. Like there was there was like these deeper feelings and stuff that were telling me stuff about myself, but I was totally ignoring it, thinking, you know, oh no, my mind is the master. You just do what I tell you to do. You're not doing what I'm telling you to do. So you bring no value or little value and therefore I'm not, I don't need to listen to you. You could scream all you want. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not in control. And then that would just lead to further breakdowns of my body, getting sick, you know, more fatigued or whatever. And, and then the, the judgment would just get harsher.
0: Mm.
1: You know, just, I didn't know. That was just the way, I related to it, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's a, that's a pretty big change for me of listening to the warning signs, uh, mm-hmm. the body getting tight or you know, muscle spasms or aches and pains. And like really check me in. Well, like, what do I eat here? Um, and the crazy thing is like, now I'm more in tune with like the outside variables affecting the body so stress tension uh lack of sleep or lack of quality of sleep um foods Mm. right um i took out like processed sugar and gluten uh for most of this year so far and the difference it makes because i might mess around and every once in a while put it back in and then like notice what my body's responding with Mm. um That's been a huge difference maker in not only like performance in like various sports or gym, but daily performance, like how clear is our thinking, how how lethargic are we feeling, how energized are we? Um, And there, I mean, 10 years ago, I was not thinking like this. There was no like, I don't think there was any inkling in my mind of connecting those variables together with how I felt or how I looked. And now it's like, that's like the base of everything mm-hmm. where if I go in and don't feel like I performed well in the gym. It's like, I can link it back to the, probably the variable that was the causation of that reality. mm mm-hmm. And that like, without,
1: without accepting all of that together in its entirety. Yeah. Like it's like we're not accepting our our in the entirety of ourselves, and when yeah. we're trying to cultivate like compassion and empathy and and love and joy and peace and all those things. It's not going to happen if we're not even accepting the entirety of ourselves, which is a big part of it. Just this physical body of ours, right? And therefore, of course, we're not going to be able to project more of that out into the world. And Mm. then we're all, all along, we're in our heads trying to like figure it out, but like fundamentally, we're just not accepting our own body as a huge part of me not being, being able to bring more joy and peace and love and compassion to the world because I'm not doing it for myself, first and foremost. So that, that sensitivity to it has definitely for me has changed a lot too more, more self-awareness and understanding about how important it is. You know, you know, there's that, that, I forgot who said it. Many people have probably said it by now, but that we, we only have one. Like if you only had one car for your whole life and you knew that, how well would you take care of it? Right. Would you run into the, into the ground like we did when we were in high school? Mm. Probably not, right? Probably, probably not. But if our bodies our bodies are basically the same, we only have one in this lifetime, you know, how well are we taking care of it? How well are we listening to it? You know, where are the check engine lights? Are we, you know, maintaining it well? Are we changing the oil? You know, this and that, right? Are we keeping it clean on the inside? Or are we just throwing trash around? Like, yeah. You know, it was I remember when I first heard that, I was like, Oh, wow. Damn. I wish i known this before college. <laughs> this college, I was just a bit, kinds of junk food into my body. Pizza and hot dogs. Instant ramen.
0: <laughs> Terrible, <Everybody>, man. <laughs> well, and you kind of alluded to this earlier about like bringing the joy, like how much of a factor is how you feel about your body And how we show up in society?
1: Mm. Uh, Big, big factor. I think caring about my body and having some intention around taking care of it the best way I can definitely affects how I show up. I feel more energetic, I feel happier, I'm, I'm more grounded, more peaceful, uh, more present. I care more. I care more about what's going on in my life outside of myself, mm-hmm. um, whereas when I look back, I don't think I did as much. I thought I did, but not as much as I do now. What's the impact for you?
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I definitely subscribe to the look good, feel good, do good, mm-hmm. and and it's relative, right? Like I don't care like not to anyone else's standards, but to my own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like if I don't feel like I look good for my standard, and I don't feel good, it's gonna be more challenging to do good in the way I define it, right? Uh, to your point, like I'll be distracted, so I'll be thinking about it, right? I'll be noticing like I'm feeling off, or uh, people if people are asking like, "Hey, are you okay? You look tired." It's like, okay, well, what what's happening on my face that has people <laughs> stop what they're saying, to ask I'm feeling okay, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it weighs on on me at least. Um, it affects how I show up, hundred percent. Uh, and at the same time like it can go like too much the other way and if we're in my opinion if I'm hyper focused on how I look from a vanity standpoint then that just that's a distraction too I think for me it starts inside out Uh, and, and obviously like I didn't always think this way it was definitely more vain when I was younger but like I firmly believe that like you know, for at the neighborhood pool, nobody's looking at the 41 year old ball guy with his shirt. Unless they're looking at my parents' faces on my chest and then they're having their own humor with that, right? But I wanna feel good. Like when I'm interacting with people, I don't wanna be thinking like, oh, I feel sloppy or I look sloppy or whatever. Like in whatever that definition is, if I feel good, usually i will be morally content with how i look in that moment because i'll own it Mm -hmm. like if i don't feel good on the inside then no matter what i look on the outside it'll be compromised right and usually that's like you know a lot of things that sure are body related but also mental and you know how's my mental state how's my spiritual state Um, that all to me coincides with the body, right? What am I putting into it? Am I putting in hot dogs and tacos? Am I putting in like nutritious food? Am I getting my sleep? Am I filling my cup mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, right? I think sometimes those can be ignored and I can like question like, Hey, I'm hitting the gym. I'm eating pretty well. But if I don't add those other elements in, there's there's a void mm-hmm. Void shows up
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that that standard changes too over time right what you're willing to do what you're willing to not do what you're willing to put in your body what you're willing to not and then it's like it's like a moving barometer and as as we get older and older the barometer can change and there's nothing wrong with it changing it's just are we being mindful of where that broad order is? And I think generally the the trend is toward healthier, a healthier body for for at least us two. Um
0: well and that's such a subjective term, right? Yeah. Right. But I think what like what traps me at least is noticing like Really great shape people around me. Like there's mm-hmm. a natural tendency to compare. At least for me, I might be the only one listening here. Me too. Well, like, I'll see some guy who's just jacked six pack, you know, and I'm like, "All right then, check please. What? Your- <laughs> We're out of here, right?" And yeah. In- and look, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with the initial reaction because, okay, like maybe there's some something there for me to learn and grow from. But the internalizing of it, like to take that thought and be like, that first observation is that man or woman is in good shape, whatever. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's just an observation. But to then say i'm less than or i feel like crap because of that i think that becomes an issue and there's somewhere in that translation that you know i think catching it and utilizing that in a healthy way is the challenging part Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to just be negative from that just from that random observation yeah i have no idea what's going on in that person's life they could be like in the middle of like the biggest breakdown and I'm like, oh, my guy's got the best life ever. Yeah. Or whatever. And I think that that comparison from a disempowered place can be dangerous and harmful. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Right. I totally agree. If
1: if the if the comparison is from well, and also like what did it take to get that type of body? right? And then what would it take for me to get that type of body? All right. That means I'd have to give up tacos and I'm not going to do that, for example. Yeah. Or just eat vegan tacos or something, or whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm not willing to go there. So I'm willing to keep a a certain percentage of body fat on my body and I'm good with that because it's not worth it for me to go and get completely ripped, for example. Um, but also the, the comparison of like coming from an empowered place of like being inspired to be, right. to do better, to do a little bit more, one more rep, you know, one more set, whatever. Um, you, you know, I hate cardio, so I'm not going to even say do one more mile, um, but to each their own, <laughs> um, inspired to do more and to be more because of what's possible now, as opposed to if, if I was surrounded by just, like a lot of people who are who are severely overweight, then that would be kind of my my comparison barometer.
0: Yeah, and I think the the inspiration is good, right? Because again, the observation is just an observation. It's not wrong or right or bad or good. It's an observation, our interpretation, and how to use the observation. I think is the key, right? So, cool. Like I'm gonna go. I don't know, might ask that guy like, what's his like top five best ab exercises or something. And maybe I'll try one and like, cool, that was awesome. Um, I think in our current society, especially like via social media or even like anything, anything we're watching, any screens of any kind, like, you know, there's a perception there, right? And there's a an image. Mm-hmm. But to your point, what did that cost that person? What? like how long did that take is that the lifestyle we want to go along with the result mm-hmm. um, and to each his own I have no judgment of any of that um, and where do we want to be on the scale mm-hmm. and what's important to us
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I think that's the thing to examine and to use it like like a grocery store method right cool I'm gonna use that observation for this inspiration um. Or man, I really needed that wake up call. I'm gonna do more cardio. I don't know, but in a good way, not in like I'm not as good or I'm less. Than. It's hey, great for that person, and I'm gonna take this from that encounter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then one once we do counter, and we decide where we are on that scale, like to fully accept that right to fully own it and that means whenever we hear those judgments again even if there's a little bit of a change say nope i own this this is this is who i want to be and 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 keep it moving as opposed to like going back back into that downwards that cycle right
0: yeah yeah because the judgments they're not going to stop they're not going to stop right and so cool. And what are we going to do with those? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you're right. I think keeping that ownership and acceptance like, oh, this is what I want. You know, I want to be in decent shape and eat tacos. You know, uh, whatever the thing is for you. And can I, like my definition of healthy, can I have that? And what do, what do we want it for, right? Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, life's short, man. I I don't know a lot of people on a deathbed and they're like, I wish I ate more broccoli. <laughs> maybe, maybe. 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 If they had a heart attack and, you know, and they're dying. I... But it's like, I hear a lot of stories about experiencing life more on people's deathbeds and not judging themselves or beating themselves up more. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, could we all probably eat some more broccoli? I know I could, um, but that's in service of experiencing life more, right? Not not good enough, so I only get broccoli. right? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the big takeaway for me I'm getting is the, are you empowered in the conversation and the internal dialogue? And is it working towards what you want with your relationship with your body is the thing right right hey you must look or behave like x is the thing not necessarily
1: right and i i think that's a really tricky place to look because what you want can be conditioned by what you've been exposed to especially social media right like oh so the like do you really 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 want that because over attachment to that the physical could be very detrimental later on when the body just doesn't stay that way right Right. as we grow older and then is that going to affect your your whole mindset mindset your 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 mental state as you get older and you see your muscles start sagging a little bit or whatever right Um so it's like as being very very real as possible about is this really what you want and you're willing to do it do whatever it takes and if it doesn't go the way you want are you okay with that
0: nice yeah i love it so again you've got tons of listeners and all kinds of different walks of life what would you suggest could be an action that they could take to really support their relationship with their body.
1: I'm gonna say, and this might sound weird to some people, and maybe maybe not at all to others, um, to start a dialogue with your body and start asking it what you need. And if it's, and when you feel like pain, and so you get an upset stomach or something, To have that dialogue like i'm sorry i hurt you you know yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have tommy's it's gonna hurt and i'm sorry i'm telling you ahead of time i'm sorry (laughs) and when it actually does hurt say i told i I said i'm sorry again i won't let it happen for another year or whatever just have that dialogue as you would another person another relate like with another relationship not to create separation but to create more acknowledgement and acceptance talk to their body up to your body listen to your body communicate with it
0: how about you man yeah i mean similar way i would i would look at the like having awareness and playing around with that awareness um most of us again probably utilize our body from a basic standpoint But getting really clear on, like, how do you feel when you do X or do Y? Um, What does serve you from a nutrition standpoint or an exercise standpoint? So really checking in and being aware and playing around, like having fun with it. Take out this for a month, add that for a month, do this workout for a month, do that workout, like really experimenting, like, what actually serves you. Um, versus just like falling into the masses or doing can you take you shit Ooh.
1: yes I love that reality check
0: here we go mirrors don't lie and ne- neither <laughs> does your body look and listen like you said yeah.
1: that's great that's a great line right there your body doesn't lie check okay. yeah cool so where can the peeps find us Jeff
0: all the social media spots uh, where podcasts are played and listened to all over jeffmillercoaching.com and please continue to reach out we love hearing different topics feedback we implement it keep them coming and uh, yeah man until next time, keep talking to that body. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thank you for checking out this episode of Butt Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.